Well, Heart Dwellers, it's Halloween. And I wish I'd gotten this message up a little sooner, but here it is now. Today, um, Ezekiel was attacked again, and the Lord delivered him. Uh, it was amazing. Spirits of pain and other kinds of things just attacked him viciously. The Lord came and released him from that, and it was quite a victory for the Lord. Well, the Lord always has the victory, but it was quite a loss for the enemy, is I guess what I mean to say. Anyway, I sat down and I asked him, Lord, what is your message for today? And he answered me, retribution is mine, says the Lord. And I looked up retribution, punishment inflicted on someone as vengeance for a wrong or criminal act. And that's what we're dealing with in Satanism are criminal acts. And the Lord does punish the enemy severely. He continued, Satan is the criminal and I am God. No weapon formed against you will prosper. You have chosen to follow and serve me with your entire life. Shall I not then protect you from the evildoers? And it's interesting because today in my communion readings, the Holy Spirit chose a reading from the Book of Wisdom which is in the Septuagint, along with the Psalms and Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. And it's uh, Wisdom, the second chapter. The Jerusalem Bible has this book. Let us beset the just one, because he is obnoxious to us. He sets himself against our doings, reproaches us for transgressions of the law, and charges us with violations. He professes to have knowledge of God and styles himself a child of the Lord. To us, he is the censure of our thoughts, merely to see him as a hardship for us, because his life is not like other men's, and different are his ways. He judges us debased, and he holds aloof from our paths as from things unpure. He calls blessed the destiny of the just, and boasts that God is his Father. Let us see whether his words be true, Let us find out what will happen to him. For if the just one be the Son of God, he will defend him and deliver him from the hand of his foes. With revilement and torture, let us put him to the test, that we may have proof of his gentleness and try his patience. Let us condemn him to a shameful death, for according to his own words, God will take care of him. These were their thoughts, but they erred. For their wickedness blinded them, and they knew not the hidden counsels of God, neither did they count on a recompense of holiness, nor discern the innocent soul's reward. For God formed man to be imperishable, the image of his own nature he made him. But by the envy of the devil, death entered the world, and they who are in his possession experience it. And it's interesting because even in these particular verses, you can see the manner of death that the Lord had, the way that he was tortured and put to the test for his patience and gentleness. So this is even another one of those prophetic verses that prophesies the kind of death the Lord would have. The Lord continued, Because today of all days is Satan's day to celebrate their defeat. And I asked him, why would they celebrate a defeat? That's just it. They don't understand they are defeated, so they celebrate. 
I cannot rescue the fallen angels. They have sealed their fate. They will go to the lake of fire sooner or later. But I can rescue those they afflict. I can also rescue those who are deceived by them. This is why you pray for your enemies. I saw them when they were innocent and pure before sin entered in, and they made a pact with the devil. I saw their hurt and woundedness. I pleaded with them not to go the way of retaliation and anger, but to forgive and I would heal them. Some heard me clearly and turned away nonetheless. Some had a deep sense of wrong when they followed their fleshly reactions, but still kept going. And some didn't hear me at all, they were deaf. Yet I touched them all in some way to warn them. I know what a soul who has gone astray can become once he or she turns from evil. They can attain to the highest holiness and service in my kingdom. But first they must forgive their enemies, renounce Satan and all evil doing, repent thoroughly for every evil deed, and then come to me and I will restore them. Not only will I restore, I will set a guard over them and their families that no evil shall befall them. In other words, they will be protected from retaliation by Satan and their coven. But they must embrace all of my ways and never turn back. I cannot protect a soul who turns back. As long as they live in the safety of the sheepfold, no wolf or lion can get to them. But if they jump the fence or go back to their old ways, they are quite vulnerable I want a relationship of love between us. I want them to call my father their father because truly they came from him. He loves them dearly. They are his children. And losing them is the same to him as losing one who does serve him. They are loved unconditionally. Lord, are you making another appeal to Satanists today? I am. And I call upon my heart dwellers to devote this day to prayer for them, that they would repent and return to my Father's heart. I will lead them. I will heal them. I will teach them. I will deliver and forgive them. I will do all that a good father would do for his beloved child. Yet this concept is foreign to them. If only they will approach me and give me a chance. I will show them the meaning, the real meaning of love. And never again will they hunger for that love. I will supply it to them every day like fresh manna. If only they will give me the chance and come to me every day. Many of you who practice the craft are called to be prophets and healers in my kingdom. Many of you have had nothing but tragedy in your lives unspeakable tragedy and have never known what it was to have a loving mother or father. Many of you have been cursed so you would stay in the coven even though there are times you want out. You're frightened of what will be done to you. Your master is a dog on a chain and I'm the one holding the other end. He can go no further than I allow. And if you turn to me, I will indeed set you free and protect you from him. You have seen on this channel how I love you all. 
You have seen how I instruct you, how I wait to see you, how I triumph over the enemies of my children who are serving me. You have seen the true master and creator who does not lie. And you have seen my personality and that I am a lovable and approachable God. Some of you have turned from me because you've lost a loved one and you continue to ask yourself, if you were God, why did you let them die? I prayed to you. Yet you don't have the same information I have. You don't know what might have happened to them if I didn't call them home. You don't understand the overview of why, because you are but a tiny creature, and I am the one who fashioned you in your mother's womb. My ways are not your ways, and neither will you ever come to understand them. But there was a very good reason for everything I allow, no matter how hard it seems. And some of those reasons have to do with your salvation. For one, souls make an agreement with me before they come to earth about the kind of life they will lead. We are agreed on that, and many that seem to die uselessly are martyrs giving their suffering and lives for others that they love. Even the plants and animals understand what I ask of them. Everything good that you loved about that person is only a reflection of my love for you. Did they love your company and always want to be with you? Even more so do I. Would they do anything for you? Even more so would I, which I proved when I died a torturous criminal's death on Calvary. Did they protect you? So do I. Every day, though you aren't aware of the many times you've come close to death. Were they really fun to be with? So am I, if you want to cultivate that relationship with me. You are invited. Did they provide for you? So do I, every day. But you don't notice it. There are no coincidences. There are only God incidences. Do you have dreams and are there gifts and vocations you've always wanted, but you've been told you were a loser and didn't have any talent, or you tried and you kept failing? So you thought casting spells would get you what you wanted? Do you know Satan will take your life and plunge you into hell and torment when he's done using you? Yes, he's using you. He's using you to spread his religion. Do you know that I can change your DNA and give you the gifts you've always wanted? The talents you've always wanted? I can even teach you how to use them and guide you in paths that will make your life satisfying. You think that money, women, or men, and talent are what you want? But when you have all that and you feel that void inside of yourself, you will see that nothing brings you satisfaction that's lasting. All of it is empty because your heart was made for me and until you have me living in you, you will feel empty no matter how much you have. There are so many things you don't know about me and what I do for my children and Satan's not going to tell you He's the father of lies, and nothing he tells you can be trusted. I hope you don't wait to find out. 
I hope you don't wait until it's too late. So again, I am calling you who worship Satan and cast spells and incantations. I am calling you to my heart. I truly love you. And I want you to be with me forever. I know what you've done. I've seen it all. I still love you. I still want you. And if you come to me, I will forgive you and wash you clean and pure of your past life and give you new life, fresh, new life, new hope. And you will find true joy and love in your life that no one can take from you. And you will have peace. Peace that you've never, ever had. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. It's Matthew eleven twenty eight.